this house and we open our hearts to receive your word Lord let the entrance of your word give light this morning and let it give understanding let it let your word O oh God not return to you void but let it accomplish that wish you please this morning and let it prosper in every heart and father we will give you all the praise and all the glory in jesus name and the church said amen god bless you amen and amen and amen good morning to everyone um happy new year <laughs> amen as i want to say thank you again to Pastor Riggs uh, and Sister uh, Agnes, thank you for letting me share the word of God this morning. I believe that um, I'm going to be a blessing. Amen. 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 Touch your neighbor and say, get ready to be blessed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I too should have been at the conference, but I had some, some serious family matters to take care of here in the States. That's why I had to be here for my children at this point in time. Okay, um, and so I'm here with my son, my oldest son, all right, Jude Russ. So, all right. Okay, he just, I was here in December, <clears throat> and then I went back and came again. He graduated from, uh, from uh, Dayton, uh, University of Dayton, as a mechanical engineer. So um, now he's on his job seeking, and we have some other issues that we have to settle concerning him. That's why we are here. Amen. Hallelujah. But let's go into the word of God. Are you ready? All right. This, this, this year is, is, is our year of uh, what? Increase, right? And <clears throat> there's so much I could share with you right now, but I'm going to touch on a few things and, and then I move on to one particular thing. Amen? <laughs> so um, uh, um, <clears throat> one of the things that the Lord put in my heart right in the beginning of the year. I didn't preach it as a sermon, and I just shared with my leaders. And, um, and also I had an opportunity uh, during the course, during the beginning of the year to just share with also a couple of other pastors in, a, in the Cameroon, uh, the, in the nation of Cameroon. And I just shared that with, 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 with our pastors as well. But there was three things that the Lord, the Lord spoke to me emphatically concerning increase this year. Number one, I mean, he said that if we are going to experience increase, there are three things that we need to put in, that we need to consider, all right, if we're really going to experience in, increase, all right. Um, and then he took me into the book of, of Luke, to the book of Mark, and to the book of Matthew. It's all in there when, where Jesus fed the 5,000. Remember that, right? Where Jesus fed the 5,000. And, and, and when, when <clears throat> Jesus had a great task to carry out, to feed a multitude of 5,000 men that, I mean, but on innumerable numbers of children and women, right? Okay, so someone said the 5,000 men represented 5,000 families. And all Jesus had to feed 5,000 families were um, five loaves and two fishes. Five loaves and two fishes is not enough to feed probably one family. Amen? But that's all Jesus had to work with. If Jesus 
if Jesus is going to feed 5,000 families with the limited resources that was available to him, then Jesus needed a miracle of increase. All right? Just like us, the task that we have today is so, the, 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 the Bible says, Jesus said, the harvest is plenteous. Okay? Great is the multitude of those that are there, that are in the valley of decision. The harvest is plenteous. If we will, will, and, and the laborers are few, the resources that we have, the human resources, the, all of the, the financial resources, everything is limited, all right? But if we will experience increase, then we need a, we first of all, if, if we will actually not, uh, if we will actually reach the harvest, we need a miracle of increase in terms of human resources, in terms of financial resources, in terms of all of the uh, material resources. Amen? We need that miracle of increase. And so Jesus showed us how to get increase. How, what did he do? Jesus did three things in, 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 the, in this story. Number one, Jesus, the first thing he told his disciples in Mark chapter 6 and verse 30, somewhere there, he told his disciples, he said, hey, let's, he said, make the people to sit down in, in, in ranks of hundreds and, and ranks of 50. He didn't say, no, he didn't say, he didn't say let them he didn't say just organize them into group of hundreds and fifties. He said, let them, after you organize them into group of hundreds, let them sit down. Because by, by them sitting down, if, if you have a group here, this is a group, and you have another group here, so what, what, what have you done? You've created corridors so that you can be able to freely distribute what you have, right? That's organization. The first thing that the Lord told me that if we're going to experience increase this year is that we need to organize. We need to look back into our lives personally and see the things that we need to organize in our lives. Our, 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 um, our increase flows out of organization. Amen. We need to organize. We need to look back in our own in our churches and see what is it that we need to rethink. What is it that we re need to reorganize? What is it? What is what? What is what is the structure that we need to put into place? And I was listening to Bishop the other day, and he talked about he talked practically practically about the same thing. He talked about the spirit, the structure, and the strategy in Liberia. Amen. He talked about us having the spirit, the structure, and the strategy. That's organization. All right. The second thing that I see in that scripture and that the Lord placed on my heart to just share with my leaders, and, and we've been praying about that. That's, that's been our prayer points from the beginning of the year. All right. It, it was that Jesus, the next thing he did after he organized, he prayed. All right. If we will experience increase in our personal life, in our individual life, then we all need not only to organize our own lives, okay, but we need to devote our lives to prayer. We need to spend time with God. Amen. If 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 um if um if a if a if a married couple do not spend time in intimacy, there can be the family will not grow. Right? <laughs> yeah. They have, the husband and the wife have to spend time in intimacy, have quality intimacy, so that the family can grow. If, we, if the family of God will grow, each of us need to spend quality time in the presence of God. 
Amen. That's how increase comes. And lastly, Jesus, after he got you praying, he took what he had and he served it to the disciples and he asked the disciples to serve it to the, to the people. Amen. So the third thing that the Lord said, the Lord said, if you would experience increase this year, that, that was my personal devotion that I just shared with everybody later on. Okay, he said, if you experience increase this year, you must make yourself available to serve the people of God. Amen. And, I, and, I, and, I, and so I, I, told, I told the leaders, if, you would, if, you would make, if, if we would experience increase this year, then we must make ourselves available to serve. And I told the church the same thing. If we will experience increase, we must make ourselves available to serve. First Peter chapter 4, I think it's verse 10, that says that God has, ministered, has given to each of us gifts. He said, let us use the gifts to minister one to another. Amen. Let us use the gift. Every one of us, every one of you in this church, you are gifted. Amen. There is a gift that God has given you. More than one, more than two, more than three. Some of you, you have, you are so much, you, you're so gifted. And God said, make those gifts available to serve one another. That's how we experience increase. When Jesus did those three things, increase was the result. Amen. They have so much they fed the 5,000, he fed 5,000 families, and still there were 12 baskets of food left. Amen? Amen. So that's, that's one message. I think I got small, small messages for you. Amen. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. But turning your Bibles with me quickly to, to Psalm, Psalm chapter number, number uh, 8 and verse number 1. Three to five. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars that which thou hast ordained. Ah, yeah, continue. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visits him? Verse five. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, uh, uh, put our text on the board, uh, our, our, our team text for the year, Psalm 115 and verse number 12 to 14. Put it on the board, on the screen. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. I'll say from verse 12. The Lord have been mindful. There is, that, there is that mindfulness there again. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Keep going, verse 13. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. Verse 14. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. So yeah, that yeah, in the beginning of the year, the Lord tells us already that he has been mindful of us. Amen? 
He has been mindful of us. And David is asking a question here. What is man? That's the question I want to deal with for the next few minutes and give you some answers. Amen? What is man? When David considered the vastness of creation, the stars, the moons, the, the moon, the, the, the sun, the, all of the galaxies, when David considered the vastness, how vast creation is, when he, when he contemplated on the great and the honorable and glorious works of the hands of God, when David took into account the fact, the truth that God created the universe, not just, not for, not, not for, uh, that God created the universe for man and not man for the universe. Are you following me? God created, God created the universe for, for my comfort and my mind convenience. When he was putting everything into play, I was on his mind. Are uh, you following me? When David considered all of those things, David could not help but wonder, what is man? What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is sinful, immortal man who appears today and disappears tomorrow? His life is like a vapor. What is man? Man that, that, that blooms in the morning like the flower and dies in the evening. What is man that you are so mindful of him? There, there, there is something. There is something about you and me. There is something about man that makes God to be preoccupied with our lives. Sinful man. What is man? David could not help, could not uh, wonder, but ask the question. What is man that almighty God Somebody say, Almighty God, Almighty God. <laughs> is mindful. You know the word, the word mindful in the in the in, 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 in the Hebrew, it means to to mark, to be remembered. Mm. What is man that God, Almighty God, has marked him? Shakalaba. Tell your neighbor you are marked by God. <laughs> what is man that God, the Almighty God, has decided to put a mark upon your life? The word of God, uh, 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 in the New Testament tells us that he has marked us with the Holy Ghost. He has sealed us with his spirit. I have the mark of God on me. He has marked me to be remembered. In other words, he cannot forget me because he has marked me. He cannot forget me. He cannot, he will not forget his covenant with me because he has already marked me with his own spirit. <laughs> he's 
already mocked me. I don't care where, I don't care where I go. I don't care what happens to my life. God will find me. God will remember me. That's why David said, if I make up my bed in hell, he can get there. His hand can reach there. If I take the if I take the wings of the morning and fly to the uttermost parts of the earth, his spirit can get there because he has mocked me with his spirit. I have the mark of God on my life. What is man that God has mocked him to remember him? In his lowest state, he remembers him. When he falls, he remembers him. When he missteps, he remembers him. What is man? God has put a mark on him. Bible says, he, uh, Isaiah 49, says he has inscribed us in the palm of his hands. Our walls are ever before him ever before him when he turned to the right he sees us he turned behind he sees us everywhere he sees us he you you, you, you the eyes of the lord is upon you he said david could not could just could not stop wondering what is man that god almighty god is mindful of him the word mindful also means to keep on mind, to think of, to attend onto, to be preoccupied with. There's got to be something about you. That God, that, 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 that God can't seem to get you off his mind. He's preoccupied with you, even when you are unfaithful in life. Even when you walk in disobedience to his word, even when we are, 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 are acting foolish and sinful and doing the things that we ought not to do, his mind is still full of us. There's got to be something. There's got to be something special about man. And David asked the question, what is man? Water, please. <clears throat> oh, thank you. David asked the question, "What is man?" Look at the next something in that in that, in that verse. Well, uh, uh, um, he goes on to say in in in, uh, uh, in Psalms chapter eight, verse uh, verse four. He said, and the, <clears throat> and the son of man, that thou visit him, the son of man, the descendant of man, that's you and me. What is it that God visits him? The word visit means that he cares for him. What is man that God cares for him? He cares for him so much that even after man sin against God, in man's fallen state, God came from heaven in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8 in the cool of the evening to visit with man. Wow. 
when man was trying to hide from God, God was looking for man to visit with man. You know, sometimes when we, when we sin against God, we try to hide our sins. And every time you try to hide your sin, you commit another sin. Because you try to use sin to cover sin. <laughs> Amen. Try to use sin to cover sin. That, and, 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 but the, the, what you need to understand that while you are trying to cover your sin and to hide from God, God wants to visit with you. What is me? David, Job said that you visit him every morning with mercies, new mercies, every morning. Every morning he visits you with new mercies. They are new every morning. Come on now. New every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh Lord. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Great is thy faithfulness. What is man that he visits us with new mercies every morning? Every morning, his mercies are new. Every morning. Think about it. <clears throat> Think about it. how much importance that God attaches to you. That God, I say God, the Bible says great is the mysteries of godliness. For God was made manifest in the flesh. Scene of angels preached to the Gentiles, right? What is man that almighty God, instead of sitting in the heavens and do, doing his thing there, he decided to take the form of man. And not just take the form of man, but dwell amongst man. Subjected himself to suffering and to death just so that he can redeem man. Think about it. There's something about man. You see, when David asked the question, what is man? The question that David asked was a rhetorical question. In other words, he, 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 he was not expecting an answer. He asked the question to make the point that God cares for me. He asked the question, oh yeah, to get you and me thinking, at, thinking like him. To, to get you and me wondering also, there must be something about me that causes the almighty God to take all my form, come and dwell amongst us, uh, and die for my sin. There must be something that I, that, that I have not yet realized, uh, something that misses the eyes, uh, something that I have not come to terms with yet. There is something special about me, about me. That God cares so much for you. 
I'm telling you, I don't know what you're going through this morning, but you need to hear this. He cares for you. He's thinking about you. He's preoccupied with your problems. He's preoccupied with your, with your situations and your circumstances. He's got you all on his mind. The Bible says, in fact, in fact uh, the, the songwriter says, when he was on the cross, you were on his mind. <clears throat> hmm? He knew me. Oh, yeah. Yes, he loved me. The heavens shine so unworthy. I was unworthy, yet when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. Yes, when he was on that cross. I was on his mind. You're on the mind of God. Amen. What is man? But David answered the question, even though it was not in the question, it was not, it was a rhetorical question. He was not expecting an answer. But so he himself gave us some light on what man is. So let's go back to verse 5. <clears throat> Verse 5. Proverbs, I'm on Psalm chapter number 8, verse 5. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with, with glory and honor. Somebody say with me, thou hast made him. Amen. Let's stop right there. Let's deal with that first. Amen. David said, "Before, before, I, before I go on, I, I want to make this clear. Thou hast made him. Somebody said, I was made by God. You see, you see, man is not an accident. Man is not a, 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 a scientific, ex, a field scientific experiment. Man is was made by." Man is not, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, how you say, man didn't come out of evolution. David said, man was made by God. Thou has made him. Thou has made, thou has created him. He is not an accident. He is not a field experiment. He is the brain of God. Oh, are you not hearing me? I say you are God's brain. <laughs> are you hearing me? You are God's brain. God has made you. In fact, in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, God, the Bible says, God called a council of himself. Right? Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And he said, let us make man. When God got ready to make you and me, he called a counsel of himself. He spoke everything into existence. But when it came to you, when it came to me, he said, let, let us make man. God made me. 
I am his brain. Somebody say, say it if you believe me. Say, I am his brain. Hallelujah. I like the way Paul put it in the New Testament. Paul says in, in Visions chapter 2 and verse number 10, Paul said, we are his what man see? <laughs> we are his workmanship. Amen. We were made by God. You see, when you make a product, the, 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 when companies make their products, they put their mark on the products. Mm? We know this is. We know this is the. This is uh, uh, Let's talk about bags. This is uh, how you call it, guess Gucci or what you call the different. Eh, all the different marks. <laughs> Amen. But. But, 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 but forget about just the brand name. Where was the product made? You will see made in China, made in the United States, made in Mexico, made in this place. Jesus, uh, uh, Paul says, we are his bread. We are his workmanship. Created not in the United States, not in Cameroon, not in China, but in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Somebody said, I was created. I am God's bread. Created in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> I was not created in the USA. You know, that, that Amen. Hallelujah. I am God's brand and I was created in Christ Jesus. Go to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7, quickly. And the Lord formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils and man the, the, the bread of life and man became a living soul. God, when God said, let us make man, he formed man. He got into the dust. He got his hands dirty. He got into the dust and he formed man out of the dust of the earth. And the Bible says he reached down and he breathed into, the, into his nostrils. And man Somebody say, man became. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man became a living soul. Immediately, the breath of God came in contact with the dust of the earth. <laughs> the dust of the earth became a living soul. Watch this. I want to show you something. What did God do? God breathed the breath of life. He breathed the breath of life into the dust. And he quickened the dust. And man became, man turned into a living soul. So the question that David is asking is, what is man that God is mindful of him? Now when you look at what just happened, you could conclude that man, the reason, the, 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 the reason why God is so mindful of man is that because when God breathed into man, man became a living soul. But is that true? No. 
I don't believe that God is mindful of you because you became a living soul. God is not mindful of us of because of because we became successful. God is not mindful of us because we became something in life. God is not mindful of you because of what you have become. God is mindful of you because of what he has put in you. Shut up, Michigan. Touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Say, it's the breath. It's the breath in you. It's the breath in you. It's, oh, come on, somebody. You're not getting it. I say, it is the breath in you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not what, it's not, it's not the, it's not the effect of the breath. It is the breath itself. The breath in you that God is mindful of. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It is the breath. There is a bread. God, let me, let me tell you something. Of all, the, all of God's creation, man is the only creation that the thing that God created and breathed himself into. Man is the only thing that God created and invested himself into. Slap your neighbor and say you are invested with God. Shabo Shantala Basia. Are you hearing me? <laughs> Bible says <laughs> he formed man from the dust of the earth. And 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 and, 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 and verse, verse twenty-seven, verse twenty-seven of chapter one. He said, and God created them both male and female. Created he them. God created them in His image, right? He created them in His image. Go, go back to verse, 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 verse. Uh, yeah, say that. And God created man in his own image. In the image of God created them, created he them, created he him, male and female created he them. In his image. Somebody say, in his image. <laughs> That's why God is so mindful of man. It's because of the breath in you. It's because of the spirit, the pneuma in you, the raw in you. That's, that's why God is mindful of you. It's what you carry. It's what's on the inside of you. God created man in his own image, not in the physical image that you look at, but in the image of the spirit. For God is a spirit. And Job said there is a spirit in man. Are you hearing me? There is a spirit in man. And it is that spirit in man which is God's that God is jealous about, that God is preoccupied with, that God is concerned about. So whatever goes on in your life, wherever you find yourself in this life, whatever troubles you're going to, remember you are invested with God. And because you are invested with God, God will come after you. God will take care of his own. Hey, can somebody shout glory? Of him, thou hast made him. Thou hast made him a little more than the angels. Thou hast made him. Thou hast invested yourself in him. He is your 
image when God looks at you he, you, you, he, he sees a reflection of himself Amen. Amen. <laughs> are you hearing me yeah and God looks at you and see a reflection of himself because of all his creation he did not put himself in anything but man <laughs> hallelujah so I don't care what happened to you in his life remember God will watch over that breath in you amen amen, <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, yeah. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's conclude. I've answered the question already, right? Let's conclude. It's because of the breath. What is man that the God is mindful of him? It's because of the breath. Man is the image of God. Man is a reflection of God because not, not your physical body, but your spirit because God is a spirit. Man is a summit, is a summit of God, the summit or the crown of God's creation. That's what we are, the summit or the crown of God's creation. We are the center of his interests. Hey, you hear me? We are the center of his, of his interests. That is why it's because of us, it's because of you, it's because of me that God created every other thing he created. The universe. He created it for us. What is man that thou art mindful of him? He said, thou hast made him. He said, a little, what? Lower than the angels. In the Hebrew text, this is how it's written. Man is that which lacks a little of God. Man is that which lacks a little of God. And because he lacks that little, this is why the next verse says, the next time it says, go back, go, go there to read. Go, go to Proverbs chapter, I mean, Psalm chapter 8 and verse 5. Mm -hmm. 8 verse 5. Psalm 8 verse 5. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Mm -hmm. A little lower. Man, he lacks, he is that which lacks a little, a little of God. And because of that, God said, I have crowned him with glory and with honor to compensate the lack. I've crowned him with glory and honor. <laughs> I have surrounded him. I have put a bullhurge around him. I have put with glory and with honor. Hear me, listen. That's why Paul says that the mysteries of the gospel is what? Christ in me. The hope of 
you are not a child of God, even though God has created you hmm, a little lower than the angels. But what is lacking is glory and honor. Glory and honor is made available to you when Christ is in you. Christ in you is the hope, is the glory and the honor that God crowns you with. Are you following me? What is me? That thou art mindful of him. You have created him. You have made him a little lower to lack a little of you. But even though he lacks a little of you, you didn't leave him like that. You decided to compensate for the lack by crowning him with glory and honor. I hope you receive this word. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to bless God for his word. How many of you were, were blessed? Hallelujah. With such a powerful revelation from God's word. In Jesus' name. God is mindful of us. In Jesus' name. We want to say thank you, uh, Pastor Ross, for such a word. To us in this our year of increase we have received from the Lord in Jesus name Amen God bless you I pray that as we leave this place these words will continue to echo in our spirit because that's who we are we are spirit beings firstly Amen it will echo in our spirit and will grow in the knowledge and in the wisdom of our God. 